0: This is the Hunt for Wellness podcast with Brian Jodas, 41, Hello Kitty. It's another great day for wellness and this is Bones bringing the packs of F3 Nation the latest strategies and tips to accelerate their king and optimize their queen. Health is a journey and requires you to take a proactive approach on a daily basis knowing exactly what to do and how to do it will help you achieve it faster each week we are going to be interviewing the leading health and wellness experts sharing inspiring stories from the packs and diving into the latest research to help you optimize your health so get ready as we embark on your hunt for wellness
1: Scratch and Win here, Executive Director for F3 Foundation, reminding all the PACs that the Accelerate campaign is going on now through November 30. The Accelerate campaign represents an opportunity for the PACs to give back to something that's given us so much. And when you give to Accelerate, you're helping to expand F3 Nation, and we're making grants all across the country to projects that are led by the PACs and are achieving local charitable impact. So if F3's meant something to you, if it's changed your life, like it's changed mine, I invite you to give today. To make your investment, you can visit f3foundation.org or just text the word ACCELERATE to the number 44321 and help us give this gift away to the next man. Remember, there's a good chance your company will match your donation and we've made that process really easy. The F3 region that has the most donors will receive this year's custom Accelerate shovel flag. Thank you for giving and helping to accelerate F3 Nation's mission and impact through generosity. Now, enjoy your podcast, and we'll see you in the gloom.
0: Well, welcome back to another edition of the Hunt for Wellness podcast. This is Dr. Tunis Hunt, otherwise known as Bones in the Gloom. And Pac, super excited to be back with you today and have our guest. Uh, It's probably not going to take you very long to figure out exactly who this guest is. He's got one of those voices that's well-recognized across the F3 nation. And that's because he is on the airways quite a bit, dispelling his information and really just helping men accelerate in all aspects of life. But today, we're going to dive into health and wellness and how F3 has maybe uh, played a part or a catalyst in his own health journey. And of course, I am talking about my friend and the friend of the nations, none other than Brian Jodis, otherwise known as Hello Kitty in the Gloom. Welcome to the show, my brother.
2: My brother, man, it is great to be here. Any chance uh, I get to Uh, Join one of the just incredibly talented podcast hosts that we have the blessing of having part of our extended F3 family here. Uh, It's always makes for a great day and it's pretty incredible if you think about what we've been able to do here over the last year or so with intentionality to to form out a, a sort of a broadcast schedule or just content that we're hoping hit you guys, hit you in the ears, and actually bring something to you that you can use uh, in your daily life. And my friend, you are 1A of the things that we produce for these men that I think they can incorporate into their daily life. In fact, I got up this morning, I waited my proper amount of time. I'm, I'm a day out from a grow ruck, so not a heavy workout day. Got some good rest, woke up, drank some water, did some devotional, went for a good walk. Waited until about 90 minutes, got my cup of coffee, and then made the walk home. So tangible advice that was just on the COT podcast yesterday when you're talking about the optimal time to drink coffee. Uh, but between that and just everything else you do, man, I'm just so grateful for you, brother, and just grateful to be here and and uh, talk to this new audience for, for me. So it's cool.
0: Yeah. Well, the honor's all mine, and I've really appreciated the opportunity to kind of have this platform and share, you know, really- What's well, a passion of mine, which is health and wellness, and yeah. and kind of expand on it. Obviously, many of the listeners know that I do a little health tip on the COT podcast, which you just referenced, and that has been just a fun thing to do. And and this is even a better opportunity to expand on yeah. some of those fun. Well, it was super uh,
2: organic, right? Like you just were kind of calling in, leaving stuff, and we're like, "This needs to be a thing," and then it became a thing, and now it's like a, a real thing. And Here you are, you know, Rapido and I are always like, what's he going to ask us to do this week? What's he going to try (laughs) to get us to commit to this week, you know?
0: And I'm glad you kind of highlighted that because I think, you know, I I get obviously able to talk to other guys across the nation as well and and then even in my local region, and often they kind of – want to know the behind the scenes of the coordination that we have. And I'm like, uh, there's zero coordination. I, I, I literally, most of the
2: time when it hits the air is the first time we're hearing
0: it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm literally just bombarding them with information whether yeah, they want it or great. not. And, uh, they were gracious enough to put it out there. So I, I do appreciate that. But, uh, you know, so why don't we kind of dive in a little bit about F3 up front here? Let's, uh, let's kind of get the picture of how you learned about it, mm-hmm. uh, who aged you and, and yeah. certainly why the name Hello Kitty. Sure, man. I love sharing this story. Uh,
2: we were living in Washington, D.C., 2010 to 2016, um, had an opportunity to move to what I consider my home state. My dad was in the Air Force when we were kids, but sort of grew up in North Carolina, went to college down here and had a chance to, to kind of come home in, in a sense. No, no family still in the area, but for me, it just felt like my home state. It always did uh, growing up. And so I had this opportunity to, to, to get down here and, and move down in November of 2016 and, and, you know, became closer with some friends that we had had for years and Jamie Roseboro, better known as Rapido and the F3 Gloom and I were fraternity brothers, but we hadn't seen each other in a long time. But when we moved down in 16, it sort of, you know, sparked back up a, a great friendship and brotherhood and our wives get along well and our kids get along well. So we spent, we're spending a lot of time with them. And in fact, his wife and I were working together at the same organization. And on a Tuesday afternoon, she was like, Jamie just went to this workout group this morning. Uh, I, I don't even remember the name of it. If so, you know, it, but he'll probably let you know about it. You, you probably ought to go check it out. And then he legit like called me like an hour later, was like, Hey, you got to go with me tomorrow morning. This thing is exactly what you're looking for. And I was like, Well, I'm not looking for anything. I wasn't looking for anything. I'm come on, man. I'm like, I, I go to the gym a couple of days a week by myself, you know, a little weekend warrior. Man, I might bang out a little 5k on the Saturday. Man, I'm, you know, I'm fine, right? So to come to this thing, I think you're really going to like it. And, and I showed up on that Wednesday morning, that very next morning at uh, F3's uh, Carpex's Shaken Not Stirred, which at the time was sort of like a little weekly convergence. We had AOs spread across the region. I didn't know this until I showed up, but this was a time where it was pretty commonplace for 30 or 35 guys to be at the COT on a Wednesday morning. And I know that's problematic in some people's eyes, but it was kind of a special carpex thing was that wednesday morning workout and uh showed up to the gloom and you know we're walking up to the workout and they're all like hey rapido they're talking to him right hey rapido i'm like oh that's cool man like it's his second day you know he didn't tell me anything he gave just like just show up be ready to work out it was a may morning may 10th, 2017 it was probably about 63 degrees i was in a sweatshirt because it was cool and uh they're calling repeat i'm like oh that's cool they must be calling that because it's the second time i was repeating the workout so we get into the workout i'm freaking smoked in the first 10 minutes lose the sweatshirt you know I just i'm getting my ass kicked by these guys and it was a pretty standard kind of day so obviously i wasn't fine and this one guy named bert and another guy named nature boy uh, are two of the real godfathers of mumble chatter in carpex and bert is really sort of the godfather and nature boy would be his consigliere if we had to sign them out positions but they're big talking guys and bert's running alongside me say hey what's your name i said oh, it's brian he goes no man like you know what do you what do they call you what do your friends call you what do they call you i said well my friends call me dice it was my dad's call sign of the air force is our nickname growing up uh my brothers and i all have dice tattoos my dad does now too it's just sort of our family's thing right so we get to the at the finally, the end of the workout, I'm dead. I'm basically dead at this point, right? Earhart cued. It, it was a good one. And we're going around the circle and all these guys, I'm like, so weird nicknames, man. Like, this is like this is weird, but whatever. So it gets to me. And look, I should have known better. I've been, I played sports my whole life. I know how nicknames are given. I've heard it from my dad, but just something in that moment, it just got to me. I said, Brian Jodas, 36 dice. I just, you know, just feeling it. And they rained booze on me as if it was pouring, right? And, you know, uh, and so out of nowhere, a voice just goes, call them hello, Kitty. I mean, it was legit like 15 cents. They didn't ask me anything about me. There's no backstory. Nobody knew shit about me. Excuse my language. And um, and so they just, it just happened just like that. And uh, so as you can see, based on the story I tell, I, I had no ill intent, right? <laughs> but that's the way it goes, man. You got to know better than that. So Hello Kitty, and I said, you know what? Fine, screw these guys. I'll be back out next week after I heal up because I was basically dead from the workout, and I have two daughters at home. I'm just going to embrace this thing, and that's pretty much what we did, and we just jumped in with two feet from there. And to make a long story longer, my brother, Jamie Vance Roseboro, was 100% correct. This thing, this little thing of F3 was exactly what I was looking for. So I'll take a pause there. If you want to delve into that more, I'll sort of go with your flow, but he was a hundred percent right. And thank God for this great group of men.
0: Yeah, man, I was always curious about the hello kitty thing. I, I knew you had two daughters. I didn't know if you like shared a story about, No, dog, there's, no, there's literally hello no kitty
2: explanation or... <laughs> for it. it. Just, they thought it was going to be funny.
0: Yeah, no. And, and to your credit, you've embraced it and oh, yeah. you ran with it. Yeah. And I think that's great. And there's a high probability Many other packs probably aren't going to get that name, so that's a uh, that's. There another might perk. be
2: one. There might be one other one. I've yet to meet him in person, and quite frankly, the day that I do, he he, I mean, executive privilege, call it what it is, he's probably getting renamed.
0: So just I hear know. you. Yeah, so uh, if you're out there, uh, alternate Hello Kitty. Go ahead and just go ahead and request a <laughs> request a name change because uh, the executive board's coming towards you. Uh, that's great, man, and and that's awesome that uh, you just embraced the the workout and the suck on uh, mm-hmm. uh, what it all is and and that's great that you had a first experience with so many guys. I mean, that's not always yeah. the case when guys. Are yeah, heavy, it, so. it,
2: you're right. It was incredibly, probably unique, right? To be and and so the the energy was palpable. Right. It was just, it was cool. And I just, you know, I remember looking around thinking like, who, who are these guys? What is happening here? What, what, what is this? This is amazing. Like again, former team guy, right. Just, just seeing that that group of guys go through that workout and then get in that circle and embrace each other. I was like, I've never seen anything like this before. This is way better than going to the gym by myself. Um, so I just not I was just all in legit all in from day one. It took me about five days to heal up and get back out there. Uh, yeah, and le- you've been le- a regular le-
0: le- poster there, and 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 somebody that's been part of your packs, uh, you know, pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, having said that, obviously we kind of alluded to it already. You also have taken on, you know, much more responsibility across the F3 nation uh, internationally, as well as, you know, even nation uh, domestically here. Obviously, we alluded to the podcast that you're part of, but you're also part of what we consider our shared leadership team of the executive um, aspect of F3. So kind of bring people up to date of exactly what your title is, what role you play and, and how that's impacting F3.
2: Yeah, you know, we we sort of break it up into different things. You guys know F3 guys, uh, you know, we sort of assign the guy in charge of the responsibility of an outcome for a certain thing, sort of that queue, right? And that dates all the way back to the beginning of F three and and how it sort of started and, and the guys and right. So the guy leading the work I was at on the queue of sort of our communications department, right? It, it, when I first took it on, it was the queue of culture. It's much more of a communications role. So really the things that you know me and the guys that you know team up with me are responsible for are, are most of the external facing F three stuff. Right. So, Bada Bing out of Jacksonville does the website and the IT. But as it relates to you know what we're posting on social media, things that go into our newsletter, which is much, a little bit more of an internal communications device, but things that we're doing across those mechanisms, right, sort of that digital media communication space, you know, is what we're working on over there. And so, just fortunate to do that. You know, it, it all kind of started because, uh, you know, I was in Carpex. I'm a broadcaster by trade and profession, Um, you know, spent about eight years as a TV sports anchor at a couple of TV stations in Texas and Illinois and have have leveraged a lot of that skill set through the way in which I create and distribute communications, whether it's for clients or for organizations or for employers or whatever. And I just was like sitting around looking at all these amazing guys in my local regions. Like I'm going to start a podcast where we just interview these guys at six minute clips and we're going to call it pick up the six because everything we do here is picking up the six and what a great thing that we do i've never been around a group of guys that is so focused on picking up the six i've seen it in a lot of different other walks of life i've seen it in my dad's career but these are just regular dudes that are just so dedicated to improving themselves and each other so i just started interviewing the guys in our region right pick up the six podcasts a high energy like we just had a ton of fun with it and i just grab them after a workout you know it's 80 or it's 702 in the morning and i'm here with smoky and we just start talking uh and that was really neat and frank uh schwartz dark helmet and dread we're sort of like, what's this guy doing? Who? What is this? Who is this guy? Uh, and, you know, we just sort of kept going. And then they, hey, man, would you be interested in helping us with some other things? And you sort of get volunteered into a job. And uh, before you know it, you're kind of cranking away. So it's been great. Been a lot of fun. Um, and man, I mean, man, oh, man, things have grown so much. You, you need not me tell you the level in which we're reaching guys across the globe now, uh, with this message of fitness fellowship and faith. And I mean, look, we just had a recent New York times article. That's been a huge deal. And I think we only kind of keep going from there. So it's a heck of a time to be involved in this thing.
0: Yeah. and I mean, you've done great work. Your energy, you know, is fully felt through the, through the microphone on a week to week basis and had an opportunity to kind of listen to the, some of those original pick up the six episodes. And I remember even earlier, uh, this is before the, um, reboot of the reboot of the reboot of the 43. That's the reboot. The original one, uh, Dark Helmet and Dread, kind of talking about you. I think they uh, named you Funny Bones on that, yep. thing. Huh? yep, yep. yep. <laughs> so there's a little confusion there about exactly, you know, is Hello Kitty the same guy or whatever, but, uh, it, it, you know, no, no mistake <laughs> at this point. And you also mentioned, uh, you know, your father. And and you are one of the unique PAX members, I think, that uh you and your brothers as well as your father all are F3. Yeah, uh, and, PAX and active. Yeah, and active. Yeah. It, it's pretty neat. Um,
2: and just you know, uh it's a it's a great blessing to be able to have that level of relationship. Uh, you know, my dad's my personal hero, has been for my entire life and will be. Uh, but it's really cool. You know, I was the first one in. Uh, and then I have two younger brothers, F3 Atari in Seattle, Ralph F3, Lightyear Adam at the Capital Region in DC. And my dad was in town, uh, and we EH'd him out to an F3 dad's workout, so it was 1.0, 2.0, and 3.0s, right, from his lineage. And uh, and now we've got all three of us incredibly active. Uh, my you know, my brother Atari was Nantan for Seattle for a while, he's handed that off. Atari just got done crushing the iron packs. Red Baron did every single Red Baron, his dad's name, uh, did every single week of that as well. And and the kid and my daughters love it too. So we've got sort of a full forced F3 family and it's, and you know, you, you joke a little bit about it, but it's, it's, it's a real thing. Like my kids are huge on, I don't know how your kids are. My kids are huge on making homemade cards, right? Every father's day, birthday, I'm getting a homemade card. Not a card goes by now and they love to draw me, right? They draw me, they draw them. We're doing stuff together, which is great. I, I don't get a card where I'm not in an F3 shirt, right? And and that's a serious thing. I, mean, I don't take that for granted, right? My daughters know what that is. They know how important that is. I think they do, right? I don't think they would put it in there if they didn't. And my hope is that by seeing granddad do it, by seeing me do it, that if they ever were in trouble and they saw a man in an F3 shirt, they know that that guy would help them. Um, And I think that's a real special thing. And I don't know that that's duplicated anywhere else. I really don't. Uh, Because you guys live third, you guys live it out sort of in your heart. When you put that F3 logo on your chest, it means something more. And, And my dad stood in the COT one day, and he had probably been doing, this is before they launched F3 up in Snacktown, which is where he lives, Hanover, PA. But he would post with us on the regular when he came to visit. 36 year air force veteran retired lieutenant general he's been around a lot of camaraderie a lot of men a lot of great leaders and he stood in that circle trust and he said i've not seen this level of camaraderie since i left a fighter squadron an air force fighter squadron and i thought wow guys for that guy to say that we're on to something really special here uh so it's a neat thing it's a lot of fun when we get to work out together and you know obviously we get a little competitive right
0: sure so boys, and that's you know, that's, that's part of, kind of, of the go fun. At each
2: other a little bit so that's part of the fun.
0: That's right. That's right. And, and to your kid's point, I mean, absolutely. They recognize it. And, yep. you know, our kids, especially as you know, when they're younger, you know, they're, they're just bl- brutally honest and and they're going to exactly say and do and, and and replicate what they're seeing their family doing mm-hmm. and their parents doing. And so yep. for them to recognize that that's a major part of your life uh, is absolutely um, something that they're recognizing uh, as far as that goes. So obviously kids, uh, you have an M. You have $2, $3? Yeah, How two. You yep. yep, I've okay. got two girls. Got it. Perfect. Um, and then as far as... Shout out,
2: shout out to, uh, to Ray, oldest daughter Ray, R-E-Y, okay. like Ray from Star Wars, and youngest daughter, uh, Pink Dinosaur. Pink Dinosaur.
0: Nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah, both my kids uh, had a little bit of F3 experience. I have a daughter and a son uh, now now almost 16 and 14. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, of course, their first F3 dad's workout, they were much younger and they had, you know, funny little names. And then my son turned 13 and he was like, "Ah, uh, Dad, I need a I need a better name." Than that's right. Yeah, was. let's let's yeah, welcome
2: so, you into the real co to the real F three C O T, and let's get out.
0: That's it. right. And so so this is what I didn't make the rule up because no one actually makes rules, but uh, at sure. the time, one of the the, the regular packs members said, "Oh, great, yeah, we'll we'll be happy to give you a new name." once you queue a w- workout and so oh, like that, that was that kind that of that was kind of the keys you know that we dangled over yeah, him and said, yeah just showing up and working out uh you're not going to get the renamed uh when you queue your first real workout that's a good uh, call we'll we'll, we'll rename it. it and uh so you know well, i would think them.
2: one day if those girls end up at a field workout uh yeah. i would think okay. that maybe the same thing happens there sure
0: yeah, you know, and it, and a, that's what it's uh, about. It's about yeah. really a developing male community leadership, and and that's one of those steps that you can do with your your own children. As far mm-hmm. as don't let them just tag along with you, but put them in those roles to 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 show leadership. And God bless him. It was cold and rainy the day he was. Uh, scheduled a queue. We had to make some modifications just to stay uh, somewhat safe from the lightning. And uh, to his credit, he went out there and kicked butt. And uh, he's a musician, plays guitar and stuff. So he got the name Purple Rain as the uh, as because it was official. raining that day, too. Yeah. yeah, rain slash prince, you know, musician, that type of stuff. So uh, he's embraced it. Uh, he doesn't maybe do it as much as I'd like him to. I, and I and I tell people. You know, I don't force him to go out there. He, he has an alarm. If mm-hmm. he wants to get up, he knows when I leave the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, to his credit, he does a pretty good job of, of you know, staying motivated. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, you know, he knows his body. He knows there's, you know, responsibility if he wants to do it, uh, to get up and, and and do it. So anyway, that's my two cents around, you know, having that family aspect and, and, and part of that. So before you kind of dive into maybe some of the health stuff we'll talk about, uh obviously people know what you sound like, but not everybody may know exactly what you look like. And so just from a perspective of kind of paint a picture of like your height, your weight, kind of yep. build that kind of stuff, yep. just so that people can identify with you.
2: Yeah. So I'm about I say I'm five eight and probably closer to five seven and a half. The my high school football program listed me at five ten, which was a complete lie. Uh I walk around about 195 pounds. So I'm a bit of a uh short, stockier build um you know uh i've never been uh like a skinny guy as a kid i was overweight sort of a chubby kid that carried me through high school a lot too i played offensive line in of high school so i sort of had the mentality of you know eat a bunch be super strong be low to the ground be able to lift a lot i could you know i could sort of lift a lot was pretty good i could sort of squat a lot was pretty good at deadlift was a, was a short strong offensive lineman uh, and that kind of carried me into high, into college for a little bit. And I got into my junior year of college and was like, this is not sustainable, bro. Like, this is not good. You're 230 pounds. You're five foot eight. Like that's a bowling ball. And that worked pretty well when I was pushing guys around playing football, but like, it's just not, it's not good. So the first kind of locking it in of a, of a, I don't know if you want me to keep going, right? Yeah, so, go so, for just, it. Yeah, right, please do. So right now, right. Walk around about, you know, five eight, five seven, five eight, one ninety five. 195 um, uh, my you know, probably be ideally would be you know 180, 185, so kind of continual work in progress. But when I started F3, I was 214 pounds, right? So, in that sort of 20 pound club of, of loss, and I, and I know too, like you've probably seen, uh, and some guys are probably like, no, I'm not losing any weight, but I look at guys that have done F3 for three or four months. I'm like, bro, you might not have lost weight, but you've moved it all around. I've seen mm-hmm. your face change, I've seen you move your shoulders around, your chest, like. You might not have lost a bunch. So there's part of the journey of don't don't get so focused on the number on the scale. Get more focus on that. But I'd be more focused on what the measurements look like and where you've moved that weight around. So anyways, I got in between my junior and senior year of college. I'm like, all right, it's time to make an adjustment, right? Because you're going to be graduating soon. You're going to be a senior. Oh, by the way, there's some girls running around campus. Like, come on, man, let's get going here. And so me and a buddy worked a construction job. It was one of the best jobs I ever had. That summer. And I was like, we're gonna work hard during the day. We're gonna work out at night and I'm gonna dial my diet in. Which I did. And it paid off dividends. And I and I went back to school like 185 pounds. People are like, whoa, what happened? Uh, and it was beneficial on a few different <laughs> a few different fronts. <laughs> and uh, so that was kind of you know the phase of that. But then, you know, I was very typical. Um, a male after that, right. From graduating college, kept myself in pretty good shape, but then, you know, 10, 15 years in, you know, you start having kids and, you know, I, I just sort of started backsliding a little bit, 2014, 20, really busy at work, working a ton, getting smashed at work, let the diet go, let the, let the fitness go. And thank God we made that move in 2016. This F3 thing came around because it was a super easy, it's hard workouts, right? Don't get me wrong, but it's a tangible way. It's like, cool if I just set the alarm for five or four 30, and if I can do this three or four days a week, like what a benefit. If I can stop mm-hmm. eating like a jerk, th- those things can happen pretty quick. You can lock it back in pretty quick. So, so that's kind of what that evolution's look like for me.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like pretty active through high school. To your point, you had a position that you wanted to play and a body style and, and shape that was advantageous mm-hmm. for that point. But at some point, honestly, like, you, really-
2: you know, bones, like looking back on it, I could have been I was you know I could have been a 210 pounds you know uh, offensive lineman too or changed positions or something like yeah. I was joking with a friend of mine yesterday I'm like man in between my junior and senior year of high school I should have done what I did in between my junior and senior year of college but you know that that yeah, was, no, not, no, that was just, not the path that was not the way it worked out and I loved I being an it. offensive lineman it was a big part of my identity right like it's who it's who we were it's what we did so
0: yeah i mean i was just speaking from a justification standpoint as far as you know the the weight and and so forth and obviously you recognize that it was not sustainable and, and made those changes now prior to moving down or even when you moved down were you you mentioned being busy at work and, and, and kind of allowing the diet to go. Mm-hmm. Were you still finding time to do what we consider traditional exercise? I mean, were you going to the yeah. gym? Were you doing yeah. anything?
2: Yeah. So when we were living in DC, those last couple of years, I was really busy uh, and we're, that should not be an excuse. Right. But if, if I was good, I was getting up two or three day two days a week early and getting a little workout in, but not much. It, not much at all. And when we moved back, uh, I, I, you know, just the way my brain is wired. And again, it's not good. That's why, why we learn. You know, I was using a, uh, so 2016, we moved back right between November and finding F3 in May. You know, I was in a little gym at, in our office, you know, sort of, we lived worked in this, you know, sort of big office in downtown Raleigh, had a gym upstairs, you know, get in there a couple days a week. Again, like I said, man, run a little bit on the weekends, but not enough and not enough of a burn right, to actually get a really good workout in. So it was a bit lackadaisical.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's a standard male approach at uh, fitness, you know, as yep. we get older with with kids, you know, enough to justify that the, the beer at night and or yep. the poor diet exactly. just to let us know that, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm still exercising or doing something all, all while your weight continues to go up, your energy continues to go down. Yep. And so that's why F3 is so powerful, to your point. It takes the difficulty of kind of what to do out of it. I mean, that's it, it's a great way to put come. it. Yes, for sure. Yeah. 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 I so agree. I think that's one of the things people trip up on is, is they have a desire to do things. They just putting it all together and kind of organizing it where F3 really can be that uh, easy solution to say, Hey, listen, I know this is what you need. Just show up. Just show up. If, if I can just and oh, wake And by the up. way, oh, by the way, you're going
2: to get all this other stuff too. You're going to get all these other things. That's why it's so incredible. It's why guys are gravitating towards it. Yeah, you can get in really good shape. You get a really good workout in, but you're going to have real friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You're going to have a, a, a firmer belief in that you're not the center of the universe. And what whether what you believe or how you practice it or what that faith component looks like, you're just going to gain so much more than I think guys could ever imagine if you're willing to jump into it. And, and you don't have to go all in all the time but there's just so much more too. It. It's why we say it's more than a workout. Everybody knows it's a men's leadership organization, but the fitness is what draws them in. And for me, it was a great draw. in. I was like, I need, this is, this is awesome. This is a super easy way to do it. As long as I can get up in the morning and show up, they'll take care of the rest. I just get myself moving, uh, which is incredible. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, let me go run this 5K. I remember the first 5K I ran with the F3 guys and I'd run other ones before. It took me like 32 minutes. It was freaking embarrassing, and I felt like a real piece of crap to be honest with you. And I was like, "This sucks. I got to get faster, right?" And then you keep going. Then to get faster, you run with faster guys. And all right, they're accelerating. Let me push myself a little bit over here. All right, we got this CSOP coming up in October. I'm going to do a whole 30 before it, so I can be in good shape for that first CSOP. I'm so nervous about that first CSOP so nervous. Like, Oh my God, what a four hour workout. Like what the hell are we going to do? This is going to be terrible, but you got something to push for. It gives you something to push for. Right. And it's like, well, why don't you run this BRR thing next fall? I'm like, okay, that gives me something to train with these guys for now, five BRRs later, you know, doing a six man team. So it's just like, and it's not because of me. It's because of the other guys that are around because you've got just that you've got great camaraderie. You've got some of the best accountability I've ever seen. And it's just right there. Just go, just go. Yeah,
0: me. Absolutely. And, you know, I've obviously had an opportunity to interview lots of people around their health and wellness journey. And it's funny how everybody, as much as they're appreciative of their health benefits of F3, it's always about this other thing. That you know, it's always about yep. the culture. It's always about the men that they get to have life with. It's the advantages yep. that they found personally. Uh as a result of F3 versus just the fact that maybe they've lost a little weight or they can run a, a better right. race, which are all tangible sure. uh, achievements great and, things. We, great and things. we need to go for. Right. And, and they're carrots to put out in front of us. So but speaking also of F3, if, yeah, go ahead. If I, just, if I just sign up for like
2: a men's friend group, <laughs> like, hey, we're going to create this <laughs> men's friend group. And you guys just sign up, and you just start hanging out and start doing stuff together. That's great and all. But that that time in the gloom, that time under the ruck that time in the brr van now i know what you can do i know how you'll help me i know how i can help you i've been through something tough with you by no means is it equated to going through like uh hell week or buds or q course in ranger school or any of that kind of stuff right but there is a level of shared experience and suffering Right. Like a 45 minute beat down the gloom can be physically draining. It should be going through those other things together. So there's just an added layer of, I know I've seen this guy in action. Right. I know what he's capable of. I know what I'm capable I know how I can pick up a six. I've seen him help others. I've seen him as a six now come up to the front. There's just something extra built in that. That now it's like, yeah, okay, we can do life together because I've seen you get after it. And quite frankly, Look, man, I'm not just signing up for a men's group to go be friends. I need, to, we need to do something together. I need to see your metal a little bit. I need to know that if my kid's looking for a man in an F3 shirt and they're in trouble, you're up to the task. And so yeah. part of it is like getting ourselves up and getting going. Quite frankly, I got, I had gotten soft and that's not acceptable. My family needs me to be able to pick them up and remove them from danger. I'm serious about that. Can you pick up your family and remove them from danger? I'm not saying all three of them at once, although I think with my wife and my two kids, I could physically pick the three of them up and move them. But can I get them out of somewhere if some shit's going down? Guys, you need to be able to do that. F3 has made me ready to do that.
0: Yeah. In fact, and that's... Go ahead. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, no, talk. I was going to say, and you brought up some great points about all of that. and And more importantly, there's just something about watching a man... Or the dedication of getting up early, getting up in the gloom and, and 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 bettering himself. And you know, we all come out there at different levels of fitness. You know, there's going to be guys that this is brand new to them, and there's going to be guys mm-hmm. that have been doing fitness all, all along. But regardless of where you are on that spectrum, the fact that you're showing up and the fact that you're out there, there's some kind of kinship that occurs um oh, yeah. between us. Oh yeah that I'm going to respect you for being there, not your physical capability because that can be enhanced and that can grow. But just the fact that you show up to me speaks volumes about who you are and what you're willing to do for yourself and your family. And, you know, a, a, a easy example to just kind of put in my mind and, and you probably have same similar scenarios, Where you guys are, obviously we talk about F three being three Fs, the first, second, and third. And you know, I've been involved in third F events and second F events with guys that um, have never been to a first F event. And I hate to say it, but there's a level of respect for I have the guys that I see at the first F stuff that's different than the guys that I only saw at a second half or never went to a first half. And I don't I gotta, know if I'm... I
2: got to see you at the first half.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, and that's it starts I
2: there. you can't, you got to be able to get right. And I don't, again, to your point, I don't, I don't, I mean, I care about you, right guys. Like I care about you, but I don't quite care where that first half physical limitations. We've got every single thing you can think of, right? We got low running kettlebell workouts. We got low running non kettlebell. We got ruck workouts. We got a 10. We got a local one called Tin to iron. You coming back from some injury, feel like you're not in shape. Cool. we That's the place for you to go. So there is something for everybody. Can you wake up at five in the morning? Can you get yourself to this location or can somebody bring you there? If so, there's going to be something for you to get you moving.
0: Um, right. And so, yeah, I'm with you, man, all the way. So speaking of exercises and F3 workout styles, what uh, what do you gravitate typically to? I mean, what's your kind of favorite if you had to choose one?
2: yeah um boy, I, I I don't know, man I'm kind of all of the above at this point. Um, and it sort of depends on what's going on for me. you know, I, I know that I stay motivated when I've got things on the calendar, right that give me a focus point, right. So when when BR's coming, right, that means every summer I know I'm locking in on mileage, right And that makes for a tough June, July, and August right? Because that BRR is coming in September. And specifically, if you're running on a six man team, a nine man team, even some of the legs on a 12 man, you can get yourself in a tough way if you're not prepared. So so that means I'm doing high tempo boot camps, or I'm doing much more run focused, or, or we're just launching out for runs. But I tell you, one of the things that we do is even when we're training for a BRR, or if we're training for a grow ruck, and maybe we're not at a standard boot camp workout, we're always almost always timing it out to be back for COT, right? So even if it's like, I got to get 10 miles in this morning, then cool, I'm back timing out that run to be back to the AO at 6.30 because I need that COT, brother. I need that COT just as much as I need the physical workout. So for that case, right, then I'm there. Or, you know, we come off a BRR in September. I got the grow ruck here in Virginia Beach, 32, right? Then I'm right underweight the rest of the time, basically between now and then, right? So I've just been underweight and I've been doing a little bit more lifting, doing some grip strength, stuff like that. So for me, it kind of focuses around what what's coming up and what am I preparing for and getting ready for if I've got something on the calendar and just having those calendar calendared events, you know, are good for me. But I also like to I like to just stay ready. Right. Like and so can I go run 10 miles tomorrow? Yes. It might not be super fast, but that's where I like to try to keep that fitness level at um just from that sort of standpoint and then, you know then over the last few months man I, I noticed i said you know what i feel like i'm I feel like i'm missing a little strength i've done a lot of great f3 workouts Cardio's good lower body strength is pretty good from all this rucking. i'm feeling my shoulders are getting a little sore right getting a little bit older i need to add some straight training back in so i don't i got a gym membership right i know i got to get in the gym a couple days a week and it's a 24-hour yeah. one so all right, cool. So I can get in there at five. I can get a 30-minute lift in, and I can be to the gloom by 545 on some of yeah. these days, right? Or I can sneak over in the afternoon to to complement some of the things that we're doing outdoors in the gloom to add in a little bit of strength training as well, too. So that's something recently that I've had, And I like work. I like lifting weights. You go back to, right? Think about 1997, 1998, Brian Jodis. That guy was lifting a lot of weights. Even in college, I like that. I know what that does for me physically, mentally, but I hadn't been doing it for years, Again, so I'm like, let me add that back in as a compliment to what we're doing here. Um, And so, again, you know, it's it's sort of all the above stuff. I do a good old fashioned 45 minute boot camp where the guys are getting into it and you can talk and chatter, but you're still working out hard. That's good stuff, man.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, and, and your answer is similar to, you know, my own personal F3 journey, you know, when you have a carrot out in front of you as far as a, a training event, uh, mm-hmm. depending on what that is, certainly kind of geared towards those type of style of, of workouts. I've been on a mission this year to kind of gain some muscle mass myself. Yeah. So, yep. back to your point, yep. um, you know, a cyclical for me where I was doing a lot of boot camps, which is great, but I was missing some of that heavy lift uh, that I think, uh, we, as men sometimes crave, we, uh, and, by, and you know,
2: the science of it, right? Yeah.
0: Deadlifting, lifting, lifting
2: weights, moving weight around scientifically has benefits. Chemically, it releases different chemicals in your body that we can't gain from just doing sort of physical outdoor body weight exercises. So there's a lot of, a lot yeah. of reasons to do it. Um, right. So,
0: and but you do what i do which is i i don't abandon my first love which is f3 as far I can't, as kind I can't of live uh, without the cot bro i can't live exactly the and, and that's the point i i, I want to share because i think some guys you know they'll get to the point that we're discussing like oh i'm really missing these lifts mm-hmm. and then they find themselves just concentrating on the lifts and sure. making excuses not to get in the gloom and then all these other aspects of their life in my opinion you know, deteriorate. And if guys are around long enough, I, and, and I've personally experienced too, where you kind of cycle out as many posts uh, or posting as often. And then you realize, well, wait, hold up. I, I'm really missing out on that part of my life. And yeah. you try to find this perfect balance. And that's really what this is, right? It's a journey trying to figure out what's best for, for you at this season of life. I mean, there's guys in the early twenties, there's guys in the sixties, mm-hmm. not everybody needs the exact same recipe of their approach for fitness and, and, and their, their scheduling on, on their gloom, you got to kind of dial that in. And as long as you are actively seeking to accelerate, I I think you can't go wrong there. As far as that goes, uh, speaking of accelerating, you mentioned the BRR, I know you're on the, the doorstep of a, you know, the grow ruck here, uh, anything in the future as far as CSOP wise that you got on your radar coming up down the road? Man, I would love to,
2: um, I'd love to continue. I, I've grown a lot in the running space. I, obviously, I was never a big runner, right? Like at high school, running was wind sprints, 300-yard timed, all that stuff to do that. Um, I realized in college late in it, later in it, specifically in between that junior, senior year and my senior year, boy, this is a good way to, to burn some fat pretty quick right? Mm-hmm. But, but it was not until F3 where I really enjoyed it. Uh, I used to be the kind of guy that when I ran, I was like a negative countdown runner. Like, okay, we're doing five miles. Cool. We got four left. Cool. We got three left. Like, bro, that, that's a real sucky way <laughs> to approach running. <laughs> like mentally that's rough, man. Like yeah. all you're doing is count down the whole time. And sometimes I still fall into that. Right. Especially if it's a tough one. All right, let me have three more. Um, but I've found that by being in a pack, right, by running with other guys, it just, it helps just create a much better environment. It's so funny. We do all this training run together. Then we get thrust in the BRR and you're out there by yourself. <laughs> like this is the worst, but thank God I'm ready for it because of these guys. So I think I'd like to continue to explore that, right? Find some, boy, the trail running space is pretty fun. I'm not the kind of guy who's like, I got to go do a 50K trail race, but I think continuing to find opportunities to, to, to push outside the comfort zone and some of those a little bit. I, I really do love the grow ruck experience that we have. And if guys are listening and they haven't done one, it's not just about rucking, it's a complete leadership overhaul and it's just a great way to not only support your brothers, but have them support you too throughout an event. So those are awesome. But man, I'd yeah. love to do like um, you know, like an orienteering adventure race. I think something like that would be pretty fun. And then I find more ways to get involved, you know, get the family involved, right? kids are starting to grow up a little bit. So just try to set a good example for them and find ways to get them kind of moving, you know, in their health journeys as well.
0: Sure. Yeah. I, I kind of try to find the thing I'm, I'm scared of the most and try to maybe put it out there and say, okay, listen, this is the exact thing I don't want to do. Maybe that's why I should so what for, What's that for it. you. Well, you know, um, it's, it's hard to say at this moment, cause I just did the BRR and I will mm-hmm. be honest. Um, doing the six man BRR was a scary thing for me just from a standpoint of a lot, I, you know, and I never doubted, I could quote quote do it as much as I didn't want to be miserable through the whole experience. Um, because I've had a history of cramping quite a bit Mm. and some, some of trying to figure out that electrolyte balance, if you will. And I just was going into it going, man, the last thing I want is to be miserable for 24 hours. Sure. Um, because of, ill training or whatever. And so it was kind of one of those things in the back of my mind. I was like, man, I don't know if this is exactly what I I need to do. Um, But thankful I did it. And, you know, like we do anything that we're scared of and we accomplish, you just gain that much more, um, I guess, uh, courage, if you will. And and maybe it's around running. I've always told myself, Mm -hmm. I guess a bucket list thing is a marathon. But I'm also and it's not that I don't think I can do it. It's just, I don't want to train for it. Like I just, it's a, it is, it's
2: a lot, dude.
0: It's it's just a lot. And I find personally, and we talk about like personal health goals and journeys. Um, I find that I just don't feel as healthy when I'm running Mm. excessively. Mm. I'm much better when I'm doing the short burst of energy, explosive, heavy lift, sprint style of exercise. Um, whereas if I'm running, I tell people if I'm running more than forty-five minutes, something's wrong. I'm like, I, yeah, I mean, after yeah. that, you're just like monotonous. And I can do it. And, and to your point, I like the challenge. Um, I loved uh being part of some trail runs in in in, yeah. in my past. We used to do um, they used to have something called the Carolina Trail Run. It was part mm-hmm. of the Ragnar series and it was the classic eight man team. Well, the and,
2: communities
0: around those are so yeah, cool. So There's just so many
2: great people, right? I, I it, think um I'm with, you on the, I'm, I'm with you on the marathon thing. So I've done one uh, and it was a, supposed to be an official marathon, but COVID hit. And so oh, we gosh. just did an F3 off the books and we just did it ourselves. And I learned some hard lessons about nutrition on that. And I, I kind of yeah. screwed up. It took me longer than I wanted. So part of me is like, man, I'd love to do another marathon and get it close to four hours. I was well over four hours and I'd like to consider doing that. But I'm also like, if I'm going to run for four hours, I'd rather do it. In sort of an adventure race trail yeah. run style, right, with a pack, and and we're in the woods, and we're going through trails, and you know I can stop at the stream, and so part of it is just the experience of it. Like running a marathon on a road course doesn't, uh, isn't super appealing. I also have never done a triathlon. I got to do a triathlon at some point. Yeah, I just know and, I have and to, and, and I'm at with some you length, on that right? One. Probably like, and, and maybe not a sprint, not obviously an Ironman. I just, I, I can't wrap my brain around it. I just, I mean riding your bike for 125 miles and then running a marathon. is just, those guys are the best it, It's, the it's
0: bizarre. My, my brother-in-law, a uh, handful of years ago, did an Ironman uh, in Nashville, maybe, uh, oh, area. Gosh, and uh, I remember uh, we went on vacation with him. And, you know, as a family, we went mm-hmm. uh, one year. And the whole week we were there. I mean, he spent half his day. Right, he's training the whole training. I My half goes was, off to those guys
2: and gals. Yeah, it's it's it incredible crazy. what they're able to do. But I think one where it's like a mile swim, you know, 25 mile bike, and then a 10K run or something, I think would sure. be a blast. So I'd love to do something like that. And if I just have never done one. Um, so I think some of those things and just find an opportunity, right? Like what, what, yeah, what is next? What can you put on the calendar? That's just such an incredible accountability point because if you don't train for it properly, it's going to beat your butt. Absolutely. Um, and even if you do, like I was trained up pretty damn well for that marathon. We were running great. We did a double maynard at 22 miles. Like we were sort of checking all the boxes. And I got into that unofficial marathon and I, I went out way too fast. And I skipped two nutrition checkpoints. And like an idiot, I got to mile 1920, just like you'd hit the wall, and it busted my butt and it sucked for the last six miles. And it didn't have to be that way. So part of me is like, dude, you got to go back out there. Yeah, you can go get another one of those. But to learn, it's a 19-week it's a training plan. Sure. No, I lot, know. It, you it know? can, can
0: uh, consume your life. we got a couple guys training for one here locally, uh, and it seems like every day they're being dictated by their app. Sure. To Which tell is fine. Them what, Look, that's yeah, great. Exactly. I, a I lot mean, of again, stuff, but, yeah. to each their own. Um, but anyway, that would sure. be mine, just something around the longer distance running. I love the idea, though, this – uh, Oma's or, orienteering type of race. Yeah. I think that would be yeah. super pretty, cool pretty to be part of. I saw a and special. And that's a team
2: thing, right? It's a team yeah, thing. You're absolutely. not doing
0: it by yourself. It's no, no I saw a special. I think it was on Amazon Prime. I don't even know if it's still there. It was, it was a while back, but it was like the world's quote unquote toughest race. And these teams, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe it was Fiji or something, they, they had all these terrains that they have to, and checkpoints, and mountains, and kayaking. and, Man, it just looks super cool. Uh, so maybe uh, F3 Nation, we can maybe uh, put together an official F3 orienteering course. I race. mean, listen, it's, I not
2: it's not a bad idea for the Grow Rock guys
0: to consider something along those lines. Yeah, right? I think it'll, it'll be super fun. Yeah, true. absolutely. So we talked a lot about First Step as far as king building, getting out there and exercising. Uh, tell us a little bit about the queen approach that you have these days. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think it's knowing where my
0: weaknesses are, right? Like I'm a sweets
2: guy. So just knowing w- what you can and can't do, uh, you know, and obviously when you grow up with, when, you, when you're raising little kids, you know, they they eat a little differently than adults can. So I think it's just a lot of, the, the old phrase, of you can't out-king your queen is 100% correct. The beautiful thing about F3 is, especially if you're doing some consistent training, you, have it does give you a, like starting your day with that level of physical training, obviously lights the fire and gets it going, but it's just, for me, it, it's finding that that balance and not eat. I, I just say, it's just don't, you can't eat like a jerk. Right. And just listen, honestly, listen to you. You guys yeah. want to know what to do. Listen to bones, right? Eat good oh, protein, eat, <laughs> yeah. And it's not super yeah. like, it's not super, uh, hard to figure out like eat good proteins, stay away from unnecessary carbs. Don't go crazy on sweets. Like, yeah, have some cake at a kid's birthday party. Sure. You can't have cake six days a week. And then find opportunities like to listen to you in all sincerity and figure out what your vitamin deficiencies look like, right? What do you need to fold in? Everybody should be taking D3, magnesium, zinc on a daily basis, I think, right? Are there other things that you can fold into your daily habits? Like, do you need some extra amino acids, right? Are you doing the right things to recover after really hard workouts? You know, so that's where I've tried to get a little bit better with the science of it. And I I think as you get older, right? You hit your forties and your body's going to start doing things differently than it did before. However, it still is a great machine that you can get a lot out of. And, uh, so I think for me, it's just trying to learn a little bit, keep, keep that diet in check, right? Having a shield lock helps, right? Doing the uncomfortable things like hitting the, hitting the scale, doing the measurements, right? Like that's, that stuff's not going to lie. Uh, and so, and again, just, just don't eat like a jerk. (laughs)
0: well i mean basically you're saying is having some intentionality behind it and i think that's really at the end of the day and i'm a food guy
2: bro like we're italian american family like we're a food family that's That's how we do it a lot of our our holidays center around meals and i don't think that necessarily needs to change no not not at all but it doesn't mean that thanksgiving extends all the way to christmas you know that's what you said
0: no absolutely and and, and i've shared multiple times my philosophy on like this 80 20 perspective because you know i'll 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 go to an event or i'll be in a scenario where i'm allowing that 20 percent to be part of my lifestyle and and people Mm -hmm. like look at me like oh you eat that i can't believe you eat that and i'm like well it's not like i eat this all the time this might be the second time i've had this all year but doesn't mean i don't like it or i don't enjoy it to some degree you got to live life and you got to find what works for you and, and needs change, nutritional things change. If you're training for something or certain way that, that they may dictate what you got going on. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, it's being intentional in my opinion and recognizing that you just can't fumble through life as far as, uh, what the next meal is or whatever. And one of the things I kind of, you know, I try to teach clients all the time is that preparation perspective, not not necessarily. And certainly if you're willing to do meal prepping, that's (laughs) fantastic, but just meal acknowledgement of, you know, you're going to eat dinner next Wednesday night. If you could put some thought into what you might eat, you know, throughout the week and kind of have a strategy along that line, it goes a long way because I think many people just find themselves hungry and and ready to put something down their throat, and, and, yeah, that's and it's exactly all right there, right? Do. We live and in a super right
2: comfortable. We live in a super comfortable world in society, and we're very fortunate to be able to have that. Pretty much what you need at your fingertips. You know, I know, like if I'm feeling in a funk, and I'm like, man, you know what? I'm just not feeling right. I need to sort of get myself kind of dialed back in. Or if you've got an event coming up, uh, intermittent fasting for me as a way to regulate, right? The way that even just the way you feel. That, that has been something that I probably would have never uh, considered before, but if I'm, but if you're, I don't, if I recommend guys try it quite frankly, if you're like, nah, I I need a little something to, you know, to kind of get me back feeling a little, feeling a little off the mark diet wise, but if you're willing to commit to whether it's 8 PM or 9 PM, whatever that time is for you to stop there right? To wake up first thing in the morning and have nothing except water. And I think you let me have coffee. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can have water, coffee. coffee, right. Even your vitamins, daily vitamins, and then hold it till noon and then ease your way. Don't just go start smashing food in your face at noon. Uh, it helps me quite a bit. And yeah. so that's an easy, tangible thing where you're like, I need something to sort of kickstart. Right? Okay. My, you know, I've let my queen slide a little bit intermittent fast, commit to it, to do it for a week. Yeah, you, Give me three or four days and then push it to a week.
0: Yeah, I found it's just the catalyst for most people, especially men. I mean, obviously women have hormones that are different than men and different ratios. And so sometimes what we do as men isn't perfect for a female, for instance, sure, to swallow sure. exactly, or they don't get the same results. But men specifically, man, I, if I've my wife
2: to... doesn't eat until lunch, she's going
0: to faint
2: like that. <laughs> she like, she no, I get it. Blood sugar wise won't make it.
0: Yeah, no, I get it. And, 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 you know, that's all we have to listen to our bodies and, you know, we're not advocating, you know, men, this is not medical advice, by the way. Um, But to Kitty's point, uh, I have yet to work with anybody that has tried intermittent fasting without some benefit, moving them in that right direction. And I personally use it, man, for me, I'm sharper. I'm just sharper. Yeah. Well, it's amazing kind of, and, and again, it has to do with diet, but I use it really for the guardrail to, to your point. Like it is kind of my default now nutritional plan is, is, is intermittent fast. Um, doesn't mean I'm religious about it or dogmatic about it. I mean, if, if family's having breakfast uh, on a weekend and I want to eat it, I'll eat it. I mean, I also think during
2: a heavy training schedule,
0: like if I'm getting
2: up at five, and running six-plus miles, I, I don't know that it's physically safe to not then add col- add calories in post well, you know, that I, kind I, of workout. It, I don't know. I, become, I could be wrong. What do you think?
0: Uh, well, I think – so you're half right, in my opinion. Sure. I, uh, you, you're right. You do need more calories. But the literature is pretty clear that you can put all those calories in a restricted time window and still mm. get the same benefits of – eating all those calories in a longer window okay, of feed. Cool. So yes, you need to refuel. Yes. Your body needs those building blocks, but the time of it isn't as important. The body will find the fuel yeah, source, yeah, yeah. especially if you're training properly. Now, obviously, are there,
2: are there any, are there any products? Now I'm going to start asking you questions. Yeah, Doc. that's okay. Are there any products that are sort of IF friendly, meaning mm-hmm. get up, you know, if I drink a bunch of tailwind before run or after, am I technically breaking a fast with that? Is there too much stuff in there?
0: Yeah. So without looking at the ingredient list specifically as as we're talking here. So there's there's a couple of rules of, of thought on this, or or um, school of thought rather. One is a calorie is a calorie, a calorie. Anything okay. with a calories. Yep. quote. And that's two 200, that's
2: 230 calories in one of those tailwind it,
0: packets. Yeah. So so in that perspective. A lot of times people will say, yes, unless you're just consuming water, for instance, Mm -hmm. or black coffee or whatever, you're probably breaking that fast. And and yes, physiologically speaking, they're correct. Now, having said that, there are uh, school of thought and research that shows that up to a certain level of calories, as long as you're still under it, you're not negating the benefit of the intermittent fasting Um, autophagy and some of the other things that you're trying to accomplish, if you have something that's a very low calorie, I would probably put that threshold about 50 calories, I would say, if you're doing more than 50 calories, there's a high probability that you're diminishing that intermittent benefit for the purpose of intermittent fasting. That doesn't mean it's wrong or bad. It just means that technically, yes, you're putting calories in your body that your body has to deal with and handle and it also kind of depends on what is the makeup of those calories right i mean if you're putting yep. in something that's just like an amino acid mix yeah so I was, a, that was gonna be my next one what about yeah. some bcaas yeah yeah uh, uh, chances are that's probably not problematic um you know most as of as those long as products it have a bunch of sugary bulls well that it, that's right? that's the bottom line you got to look at ingredients and then most of those products will have a caloric um, mm-hmm. indicator of what it is. And so if you're seeing that it's high you know much more than 50 or certainly in the in the hundreds, chances are yeah, you're technically breaking the fast breaking but, the fast yeah. but does it need doesn't necessarily mean that it's having negative benefits on you? You may find that it gives you better recovery after the gloom, but yeah. you still choose not to consume any additional food until hours later. Um, maybe it's working for you. That's right. what I tell people too. I mean, it's like, as long as you feel like you are moving towards the health goals that you have set out for yourself, then, you know, d- dial it in, tweak it, right. d- figure right. it out. Uh, I think, um, now, and if you're not though, then take a hard look and say, okay, what am I maybe not doing? As well, or as perfect as maybe I could be doing mm-hmm. to dial in whatever those goals are for you. So I've actually recently kind of went back to doing some bulletproof coffee in the morning. Yep. So throwing I am, some MCT oil in there, or yeah, some grass well, fed uh, butter. For me, I'm really doing yeah the grass fed butter um, uh, more so than anything. So technically, I'm I'm having calories in right. the in in the morning time, right. but I also find that I enjoy having that bomb, if you will, for my own cognitive, uh, capabilities and so right. forth. And, and, and I'll, I'll often say this, I don't do it every morning, but the mornings I go and I see patients early in the morning, I like that, uh, additional caloric energetic mm. kick that I get with that butter and the brain, uh, cognition that I get as a result. But on a day, maybe I'm not doing that. Maybe I hold off and say, you know what, mm. I'll, I'll just wait till lunchtime today to to have to have my first calories so again back to you kind of just kind of figure it out for yourself uh the, are you the, going
2: do you go right into lunch or do you any do you do anything to sort of break what, what they say sort of break the fast so that could be like an mct oil or something like that
0: no i typically go straight into lunch and it's always a huge um portion of protein, typically. Yeah. Uh, that's usually how I break my fast is some high, high animal protein. Uh, let me clarify that animal protein, uh, type of, uh, endeavor. I not that I'm adverse to any carbohydrates or fruit or anything like that. and, And my meal may contain some of that, but I usually it's, it's restricted to some degree. And certainly, um, I will consume the protein primarily first. And then if I'm still wanting to eat some more, um, it's funny. Yesterday I told my wife this. I said, yesterday uh, I broke my fast around one one thirty in the afternoon, and I grilled up about a pound of ground beef, two eggs sunny side up, and a half of avocado. Let's go! And it sounds dude, great. It was awesome. I mean, it was, you yeah. know, basically two giant hamburger patties with eggs yep. on top and an yep. avocado. I yep. uh, put a couple slices of cheese on it. And man, uh, I ate that and felt great. Good I to didn't go. get, I, yeah. yeah, I didn't have that like post-meal lull that sometimes you get a, as a result yep. of this insulin spike that sometimes yep. happens when you're eating too much sugar or carbs. And I told my wife, I said, I was satiated, but I wasn't stuffed. Even though I right, ate that much right. food, it was amazing how your body adapts to some but of you this don't stuff. Need, yeah.
2: I mean, it, uh, you don't need to be stuffed full on a Thursday. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> the middle of the week. Like, that's right. Come on, man, fuel up and let's
0: get keep moving. No, right. it's, I'm just,
2: I'm glad to have this conversation. It's a reminder, right? So now, right? Yeah, like, All right, man. It's yeah, a good well, that sounds like a great make... meal.
0: Yeah, no, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And so, and, and you haven't and, lived
2: and... until you've been on a fast. And you're like, you know what's going to be awesome? I'm going to pour this sparkling water and I'm going to crank some Himalayan sea salt into it. That's, that's gonna right. be a real treat. That's, that's
0: gonna... <laughs> It's, it's amazing what we what will we allow ourselves to do for the purposes of health. Well, but, but it goes like,
2: back to your point about running too. So as long as you've dialed in the physical components to be ready for that blue ridge, okay, I'm not going to cramp because I've done X, Y, and Z. Then the rest of it is what you do between your ears, mm. right? So like, okay, look, I got a nine mile run coming down the mountain. It's going to be probably super boring, and it's going to be really super tough. What can I do to set myself up to enjoy that hour and a half? Mm. Right. And so if I look and if I know I got the physical part, at least out enough. Yeah. I mean, my legs are going to be tired. I'm going to be in some pain, but as long as I'm not cramping, like doubled over and I can't move then let me go have some fun with this thing.
0: Amen. And that was actually my strategy going into the BRR. I told my team, I said, listen, I'm just gonna have the miles with smile attitude. Yeah, I just wanted to right. enjoy every leg and for right. the most part, I did, I will say my leg <laughs> well, there's certain parts that... yeah my leg number five, which was easiest on paper, uh, was my most mentally what tough. what actual leg number was that? Uh, it was leg number 30 leg number 30. so I came into yeah. the pancake breakfast. Yeah, well, it's a great um, finishing
2: leg that it, you get to eat. It,
0: yeah, I, well, I did. And obviously, I had a second, I had another you leg. Did, I had a leg number had 36 afterwards. But the, and I think that's what, what I'm getting at is mentally, that was the toughest because one, most of the races I've ever done is a nine man team. So after mm-hmm. your fourth leg, you're typically you're done. done. Yep. And then in this scenario, I was already one past my normal. Plus, mentally, I was like, I have another one after this. Oh, and I love just... finishing, <laughs> I love finishing your third leg on a six
2: man team and being like, yeah. I'm only halfway, halfway done and these jerks on the 12 man team, they would have been done if they were me. By yeah.
0: Yeah. I know. You start playing those games with yourself. And, and that's that, back to the mental thing, right? It's like, you can't look at it that way. You just got to look at it as what you signed up for and whatever. Yeah. Well, brother, man, I could, we can go on and on, we but uh, for the, but the sake of time and, and our listener sanity, we're going to, we're going to start wrapping this thing up a little bit. I do have a couple final questions for you. Sure. Uh, my first is this, and you've already dispelled, Tons of great uh information about uh health and wellness. But if you had three tips to get a sad clown moving on their hunt for wellness, what would that be?
2: Yeah. So what you put me on the spot. I sh- I could have prepared something. I know. No right? worries. Get get up, get moving, right? Don't eat like a jerk. Stay purpose driven. That was pretty mm-hmm. good for just coming up with it. That's right? perfect. Hey, so get up and get moving. Yeah. Get up and get moving, figure out what you need to do for your diet that helps in that movement. Don't, don't waste that movement, right? You just did all this hard work. Don't, don't waste it. And then continue to come back to why you do it. You have to, you have to remind yourself, nobody can do it for you. Nobody's going to wake you up every morning at five and say, Hey, quick reminder, Brian, you're getting up this morning because you want to love your family, right? You want to be an asset to your community and you want to protect the middle mini Van Centurion plug, what up? Right. But nobody's <laughs> going to do that for you, man. You can only right. Flipping through Instagram and looking for fake motivations, not going to do anything for you. You control the discipline. You're the one who has to put it together. And right. You got to go out there and do it. Right. And so I think you've got to continue to be purpose-driven and, and no matter what that pursuit is. I am doing this because tell yourself in everything you do, I am doing this because nobody can do that for you. So I think just get up, get moving. Be intentional with that diet and continue to be purpose-driven. Those would be my three tips.
0: Amen, man. I love it. So I do have one final question, but before I ask it, I just uh, do want briefs. to. Briefs. Yeah. Oh, wait. No. Perfect. <laughs> oh, I love question. it. But, and, and, it might, and it might be the answer. Um, no, in all honesty, I do want to take a few moments here and just acknowledge you and say thank you for all you do with F3 Nation, uh, what you do in your own community, and certainly how you're setting an example for your own family. Uh, I know it it does not go unnoticed, and and I really appreciate uh, your friendship personally and all that you're doing um, just to kind of spread what what we love here uh, as far as F3. As far as reaching out to you. If a a PAX member heard something that they liked or want to connect with you, what are some best ways for them to do that? Yeah, there's a lot of ways. um, But if
2: anybody uh, wants to reach out, I've got a few different avenues to do that. Uh, my F3 email is kitty at f3nation.com, right? L- drop me a line anytime. If you've got something going on in your F3 world that you think that we ought to be talking about and highlighting on our different channels, please let us know. It's the way that we find out, right? We love to share that news through the COT podcast or we're always looking for guys to talk to you or to the stuff we're trying guys or on the round table, or even if it's leadership conversations with dark helmet. So just ping me there. I'm on the F three nation slack machine. Um, But hello kitty, F three nation.com. And then look, if, if you want to find me in other avenues, uh, I host a podcast outside of F three called pick up the six own, a production company called pick up the six productions there. We share stories about men and women who have gone above and beyond through service before self strength of purpose and community impact. I don't know if you can hear that. I'm in Virginia beach. That was a Naval a uh, plane flying overhead right now, which is pretty awesome. Sounds like freedom coming through. So you can find me at pickupthe6.com and all the blessings and thanks to F3 for lighting that spark in me to go pursue that. And my email address there is brian at com, so you can find me there as well. And we're sharing really cool stories. So I'd love for you guys to go check that out and, and just hear from other people that have done really cool stuff. Um, and I'm on Instagram, right? At Brian Jodis is a great platform. I love to be there. It's my favorite of the social media platforms. Uh, so you can always find me there as well, too.
0: And go ahead and plug the COT hotline, too. Yeah, that's, that's a great right. a way for guys to it, it's contact It's the best, the show. man.
2: It, it's the best thing. We have designed a news program here at F3 Nation to talk about what you guys are doing, right? It's not about me and Rapido just talking for 30 minutes. We're sharing real stories about what you're doing. And what we've created is a hotline that you can call and tell us what's happening in your region. And I don't even care if it seems like it's the minuscule little thing. We'd love to hear from you guys. It brings us so much joy, when people call in, they tell us what's happening first, second, third F. So that phone number is 844 4COT PAX. Right? And Perfect. You call in, you leave us a voicemail, and, uh, and we'll play it on the show. And we just love to do it.
0: That's right. And pro tip there it's three minutes or less. And yep. um, <laughs> so
2: unless you pre record them and send them to us, mm-hmm. like some of our best friends do. That's right. And we and that prefer that you well. keep those calls to about two minutes if possible. Because we got to carve out enough time for the big dog over here. Uh, oh, I don't know
0: about that. <laughs> it's been an honor, brother. So my last question yes. then is, what is your definition of wellness?
2: Oh, man, uh, that's a good one. Um, hmm. I think being the best version of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually.
0: Perfect. That's about, that's about it, how
2: I'd sum that up. And that no, means a that lot of great. different things to a lot of different people. And, and, and your physical fitness might be impacted by an injury or, or something, right? So maybe you've got to, maybe you got to spin a plate a little bit faster on one end than you would another, right? So I think it's just doing your best, right? Be in the best version of yourself physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally.
0: Thanks for listening to the Hunt for Wellness podcast. Please rate and review our show and be sure to share it with your F3 brothers. As always, we are looking for inspiring stories to share and health experts to interview. So if that's you, please reach out to me at bones at huntforwellness.com, on the nation's Slack at Bones, or Twitter at HFW Podcast. And until next time, this has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness.